There we you are. How, how <laughs> Even if she's dumb, deaf, crippled, and blind. As a good woman. <laughs> who was who this guy? This is Buddy Guy. Buddy Guy's still single, isn't he? He is. I think I, I got to go up a little people, bit. People, you don't know how oh, I feel. In this cotton field. It was Darren. There you go. It was it was, it was, it was Darren and Ian playing with the board like he was oh. on chess pieces? No, yeah, I, was, I forgot to say something, Ian. I saw him on Tuesday. That was Nate and Ian who were messing with the board. <sighs> with the chess board. I forgot to say something, Ian. So we've got uh, a, a, a few weeks ago, I bought a really nice chess board yeah. at the, uh, the thrift shop across the street. Or what? What? It, not thrift shop. What, what would you call that? Did they resell antique stuff? joint? Nah, they resell. Uh, a pawn shop? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I know. What's what the word? Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. Cons- you know. It's not a consignment, is it? Consignment. That's it. Okay. Well, consignment is normally like somebody drops something off, and then the the holder of it gets a certain percentage if they sell it. Yes, exactly. Oh, that's what she does. Over yeah. There. Okay. yeah. The rustic fox. She's a sweetheart, Christine. Sweetheart. So. I was over there looking. Actually, I'm looking for a picture, picture frame. I almost said picture frame. A picture frame Okay. to put a bunch of stuff in. And I figure, you know, for the size frame I need, I looked at it. It's going to be like $175. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, get the hell out of here. Try to get one, try to get one made like custom, and it's going to be even more. Right. So, so I went over there and I said, hey, Christine, like, sell me one of these old crappy, shitty pictures. Yeah. I'll knock that out and I'll use the frame. Yeah. So she said, okay, I'll keep an eye out for something in like the $40 range. Mm-hmm. So, so while I was in there, I went, oh, look at this. And, and it's, you know, it's a nice looking board. It right? is. It's all glass. It is. Right? It is. It's not high end or anything, but it's nice. Well, it's a nice little board to have in the, uh, on the table out so there. So it's yeah. out on the conference table, table. quote. <laughs> <laughs> and one night while we're doing the show, Kev goes over and he moves a piece and he goes, we're playing. Okay. So we do one move a week. Yeah. Now, two weeks ago when, and the music's over. We'll cut that down now. So two weeks ago when we did the the Exeter Basketball Underground, yep. Ian and Nate, the two troublemakers, mm-hmm. were sitting out there and we're waiting for Darren to get uh to get here to do the show. And after everybody leaves, I go out and I look and I went, They moved the pieces. Right. They, they moved our pieces. They didn't know the game was going on. 
<laughs> yes, they did. Did they? They're not did stupid. <laughs> they think we're stupid then to not notice. I was like, what the hell? They're not stupid. They're just jackasses. I saw him last night, uh, or no, I saw him Tuesday, and I forgot to say something. I forgot to say something. <laughs> but here, I may, I don't think I've told this story before. This is a really cool story. When you talk about going into a like an antique joint or something like that and just buying a frame, mm. I don't know if I told you the story before. So when I worked at uh, for our company and I was working in our accident location, there was a guy who used to come in, a real old guy. He had like, right. one of those. He had a the car wasn't much. I just don't remember exactly what car it was. This was a, like a four door sedan. Okay, and he had a um, Rottweiler. That was huge. It was just, its head like took up the whole damn window. Like a huge rock. Like it literally reminded me of Cujo. <laughs> Did you ever see Cujo? Sure. You saw that movie. Okay, we're not going to get into that. But uh, <laughs> but Joe was a super nice old guy. He was antiquing. He would go around antiques, right? And he found this frame that he loved. This is not going to be one of those things where he found a Declaration of Independence. Try the Constitution. Eighty-seven million dollars. Try the Constitution. And there was only seven constitutions. A copy. He found a copy of the U.S. Constitution. No shit. Yep. In that frame. Yep. And he uh, sold it. I think he did sell. It. Yeah, he sold it for like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's like all. That. Back then, yeah. This was late nineties. I'm sorry, you showed in your story, didn't I? <laughs> no, but still, it was like, <laughs> like That's he, amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was like, like I didn't. He didn't ever show me the frame or anything like that. But I just. You know, how many times do you tell that story and you're just like, shit, I just bought a frame for like 50 bucks. Yeah. And he was taking taking a crappy picture of it out. And one of the one, because I believe there was only seven constitutions that made it like after everything happened, there was only like in the early 1900s, I think there was only seven left that were found or right. didn't get burned or whatever. In the War of 1812. All this stuff. And he had one of them. No shit. Wow. That's pretty pretty cool. It really is. You know what I mean? But can you imagine it? That's like Uber to people like like us. Would you sell it? Yes. <laughs> yes, I would sell it. I might keep it for for like a year and then get it put in like and charge people admission to come in and look at it. <laughs> people I charge you. <laughs> you want to see my constitution? Hey. <laughs> Hey man, try it before you buy it. Yeah, right. But I would probably take it and get it put in one of those like plastic, like you know when you, did you ever see like really really expensive baseball cards that are put in like a block of like plastic, sure, uh, sure, yeah. right? Like that. Yeah. I'd do it with that. I I would do it with a constitution. Just be big plot block of like bulletproof plastic. Yep. On my wall. Yeah, I might sell it. Depends how much. I don't know, man. To make me an offer, it's out. Right. Yeah. Uh, so to an American you... only, let me be honest. Yeah, I'm not selling it to... I'm not selling it to some fuzzy little foreigner. <laughs> fuzzy, right? No, but that was that was really, really cool. I always remember that. I, I think I was like 22 when I, I met him. That's neat. Yeah, super cool. Yeah. I never found anything like that. No. No, it's, it's a one in a million thing. <laughs> right? Well, one in a billion. I mean, you know, what the hell? I have hit the lottery, so that's pretty difficult, too. It is difficult, exceedingly difficult. No, I missed $180 million by one number. Well, then you missed it by a bunch. I hate to tell you. I missed the Powerball. I hit all five, but missed the Powerball. Well, you'll drive yourself crazy with that one. <laughs> right? 
I would. <laughs> I did. I would go insane. I'd be like, are, are you effing kidding me? And I then, wouldn't be happy that the money was coming to me. Well, yeah, that was a that was a thing is because when I won, five out of five was a hundred thousand dollars. So the feds take twenty five thousand. So right. you get seventy five thousand. Well, a month after I won, they got it. If you get five out of five, you win two hundred thousand dollars. Like click. Right, everybody's like, "Well, you should be happy they got." So, listen, I'm not saying that, but that's the difference between just paying off my wife's college and paying off my house. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get. But it. still, I mean, how many people now? Everybody listening, I'm sorry, you can't win the lottery because you know that whole thing. Like, if if you know somebody that won the lottery, you well, how many of our listeners actually do I know? Very little. So, well, that means I'll never win. Thanks, Kev. <laughs> See, good. That's that's the good thing that I did for you today. You don't have to ever worry about it now. Yeah, pressure's nev- off now. Never's going to be that anxiety that you're like, ooh, it's $150 billion, and I'm going to have a chance to win it. No, you're not. Hell, man, I don't even have to look at it. <laughs> now, if you ever bought lottery tickets for the rest of your life, you don't have to. Right? You just freed up like $7 a year for me. <laughs> that's what it costs to drive to Harrisburg and the turnpike now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's getting expensive. That was no fun. I purposely don't take the turnpike or Me any too. turnpike. I used to go see clients down towards Philly, so there's kind of like you kind of have to, really. Do you want to hear the old man Jerry story? Before when they I had turn moved up, yeah. When he had a wagon and horses and stuff like that. So I moved up here in '86, hmm. right? Uh, from Philly. Yeah, from Philly. Now, uh, Lisa and I got married in 1990. Mm. Okay, but but we dated for about a year before we got married. So I was going down to Philly all the time. Right, Morgantown to Valley Forge used to be 50 cents. I know. I used to drive it <laughs> when I was in. It's X- not like four dollars. I think I would take 176 Morgantown to Route 100 accident, yep. and it was 50 cents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. I did it every day for 13 years. It's an outrage mm-hmm. what that costs. Oh, yeah. On top of all the taxes we pay. Don't even get me started. Yeah. We, 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 so far, we, we've not gotten each other started on three things. <laughs> we have nothing else to say. Thank you for tuning in. That's and we'll it. See End you. of the show. All see right. You. It was great. Be awesome. Good. Have a good night. <laughs> okay. You ready to get started? Yes, sir. Let's yeah. give it a shot. Let's see if this actually works. I think I solved a problem. An update on your laptop from 1988. Right. Look at that. Welcome to the Exeter Underground, the weekly news and opinion forum for the people of Exeter, about the people of Exeter, and by the people of Exeter, keeping you up to date on the happenings of our town that you just can't find anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Jerry Gelliff and Kevin Foles. No, Kev, if we have a delay, (laughs) or or if we we do have a delay, Mm. but if we uh, say the F word. There's no way to bleep it out. Oh, okay. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> F that. No, I just, I, the problem I solved is really simple. I, I don't know how I did it, but I did. I don't know what I did, but I did something. Now I can play all the sound stuff through my computer instead of, you know, hooking up 27 phones. I don't know, Clark. 
She falls down a well, her eyes go cross. Gets kicked in the head by a mule, eyes go straight. We just don't know, Clark. It's another movie. that you'd, This is why you have Is that E.T.? That's a Christmas Vacation. Again. Oh, I definitely didn't see that yet. Because you hate Chevy Chase, I know. Yeah, he's We've he's been the unfunniest person on the planet. That is a great movie, and and, and this holy weekend, you should really, really I'm just busy stop. that year. <laughs> <laughs> didn't watch Breakfast Club either. Connie, anyway. Connie, Connie didn't make you watch Breakfast Club. She can't make me do anything. Get the hell out of here. I'm going to teach Connie how to choke you out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go with the piss flowing again. Welcome, everybody, to the Exeter Underground number 49, hyper-local news and analysis for Exeter Township. I'm Jerry Gelliff. He is... Kevin Fole. And we are here to hopefully entertain you a little bit. It's been a minute. Oh, as, the kid, a as the kids say, it's yeah, been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a couple weeks. A lot going on lately. No, one week. It was only one was week. Was it? Seems yeah. like forever. No, it was two weeks before. Okay, there we go. See? Who knows? Because of the basketball thing, back to the chess deal. Yes. Those guys. Yeah. So what's happening with you? There's a lot. Just staying busy. Working with uh, some good uh, kids and getting some stuff done, making progress. I'm really enjoying it. I think that's amazing. I think it's... uh, They have given me uh, new belief in the younger generation. Have they? Yeah, I have to constantly remind myself. Like, all, I think everybody needs to hear this as well. Is like, most of the time, you don't hear good things. Like, it's it's if it bleeds, it leads. It's with everything, whether it's nationally, right? Nationally, internationally, state, even local. Like, we hear a lot of stuff that's bad about, and I don't mean like the wingnut that shot that wingnut girl that killed those kids and the, those uh, teachers, but. In There's that. a lot of good things going on oh, yeah. that you don't hear about because of, let's just say, it, like it, it, like I said, if it bleeds, it leads, and people are more affected by bad news than they are good news. There's a, the younger generation is a lot different than, uh, I guess, I thought, too. I, now I know my kids, and I know their friends, but I'll, I'll tell you, I think they're a little bit more... On the individualistic side of thinking and personal responsibility, they might not have the work ethic that the older generations like ours have, okay. but I also think that some of them do. And um, it has really, i they get it. Like they see what's going on and they're not okay with it. They're not. Like I see, I had a conversation with my son and this really, really I think I told you about this. I know I told my brother about this, is... So I was driving back from fishing with my son a couple weekends ago. We were over at the O, which is which on Ohlone. and uh, the O. Yeah, on Ohlone. You call I, it the O. I call it the O. Yeah, because it's not only O but zero. How many fish I catch there? That's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> a zero. Um, oh, and and it's also oh, look at the cancerous tumors on the fish. Go on. No, no. used to be really. Dead serious. I know. There's a side note that I found out about guys parking there where we go fishing, but that's a whole other thing I can tell you about off air. But I was having a conversation with my son, and um, so he's 12 and my daughter's 14. And I would say, hey, you know, just doing fatherly conversations, you know, don't drink, don't smoke, don't do any drugs or any of that stuff. He's like, that stuff's not cool. 
I said, well, it's, that's good to hear. And that's good. Uh, he goes, a lot of the YouTubers that like he watches and videos and stuff, all those guys are like anti-vaping, anti-smoking, anti-drinking, anti-drugs, mm. anti-marijuana and everything. So their generation sees it. And now I, I think the conversation I had with you is like when we were, when I was a kid, there was like, like smoking was still like James Dean, roll that pack of cigarettes up into your white t-shirt on your on your shoulder you know what i mean not that i'm from them but cigarettes was still looked as like a rebel type of thing right you know what i mean and um i remember my first day at oli and my dad was like Oli's better than boyertown you know there's no drugs or whatever my first day on the bus i looked down some kid selling a kid a joint i mean (laughs) that's like it's it was everywhere and now is it sure is it around here i don't doubt it but i think the younger generation looks down at that stuff where ours was just like eh, whatever so Ironically, and I'll get back to that thought, but ironically, I call Oli the O. <laughs> I don't really. <laughs> so uh, so the question becomes then, do they look down on it because it's part of the preachiness of being a modern day, I don't know, uh, uh, American because you got to look down on everybody because they're not doing exactly what you No, are. they look at it down the they look down on it because it's not good for you. And it can do bad things to you and it can ruin your life. So I'm finally happy that I see some of the one dudes that the one dude that my son watches like curses like every other word which honestly, okay, as long as he doesn't do it, I really don't care. I hate people with foul mouths. Right, that's on. it's it's effing disgusting. Um but like they're like the guy wears frick vape T-shirts, you know, which is mm-hmm. F vape, right. vaping, and it vaping is it's all bad for you. But I think, and then my kid sees my my kid see how like all this propaganda that they get in school. And I, my daughter was in class, and the teacher was pushing communism. I'm like, are you kidding me? And then a lot of people in her classroom were for communism as well. I'm like, like my kids know this is one of the reasons I guess why my wife and I think it's very important that we have a sit down dinner almost every night now with. Everything going on, it's a little bit more difficult, but we always try to, right? Excuse me, a sit down dinner, right? It's almost like you have to uh, expunge your kids of all the BS that they see at school all day, dude. That's you know, the, the family dinner is very important. I agree, you know, and and it's something that I tried to do with my kids. Mm-hmm. And there comes a point at which, you know, when they're turning 16, they don't want anything to do with you, and it's over. Yeah. So hold on to that as long as you can. Right. I I, I agree. I mean, my 14-year-old, is I, she's almost like a, a bear that hibernates 24-7, 365. She's in her room all the time. Well. But she's, you know what I mean? She gets it, too, and I think it's just... I think my son's a little bit more boisterous and a little bit more, a little bit more outspoken, so he sees it, and he'll talk to me mm-hmm. about that stuff. I, I agree. I mean, my... I'd agree. I'm just checking to see if, if you know, we're live. That's all. <laughs> Good. But, yeah, I, I just, it's nice to see and working with some of the, the younger generation has has made me feel better about the future a little bit. But then I pay attention. To, this is the part that drives me nuts is you see the stuff on the news and everything. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you think that's the majority where it's not. Where I'm just maybe just have been doing what I did for so long. That my circle used to be really big, and I have a lot of readers, a lot of followers, and everything, and then a lot of people that listen to what I say, and then I just pull it down. 
more of a community area and just because I can't sure. all that stuff is why I want to move to the top of a mountain because I can't <laughs> I can't take any of I don't want I don't want to be a part of any of that you know I don't like all this craziness with that's why I said to some dude some dude sent me on Twitter was like you you're a crazy right winger I'm like dude I'm not even a right winger what are you talking about and I said if you want to play that game why do you think men can have babies. Well, I never said that. I'm like, well, you're also, you know what I mean? <laughs> you're a groomer. Well, how far do you want to go down? Wow. This? How far do you want to go with this? You know what Push I mean? that? No, it's just nuts. It's just nuts. It's such a it's such a nihilistic paradigm. Like I see on next door with these comments with people. Like, you can't agree with Dave Hughes on one thing and then disagree with him on another. And, well, I'm not going to do everything Dave Hughes says. Well, I just saw comments with Fred Whitehawk going back with somebody. I'm like, dude. This dude is such a, not Fred Whitehawk, but the dude's such a nihilist. Like, you can't agree with anything that Dave Hughes says? Right. Not one thing. Right. Not one thing. And it if you do. Big meaning. Right. But if you disagree, that if you do agree with one thing that Dave Hughes has said, that makes you a Dave Hughes puppet. <laughs> there it is. Right? There it is. This yeah. is the problem with society nowadays. Like, you can't possibly be like, hey, well, you know what? We shouldn't have children deciding whether or not. To cut off their organs. Their junk. Right? We shouldn't... Kids can decide that. Well, can a kid own a gun? Well, no, he's not mentally ready to do that. What? <laughs> Show me where it says in the Constitution that a kid can't own a gun. I'm ready to have that debate because I've, I've seen it happen and I've had it. There is no age requirements on the gun. Now, a kid should be able to go buy a gun and then keep it in the presence of an adult. Well, that, that's a state-to-state -state thing. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, to set those rules, but, but, but the, <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna let that go. Anyway, a 35 minute conversation, right? But anyway, it's just, yeah, it's been good. It's been good. I'm glad to hear. Good that. couple weeks. A lot of a lot of stuff that. going on that's good for the township. No aggravation. Oh, there's always aggravation. There's always you. Aggravation. Oh, it just just a lot. Just like <laughs> daily? Just, just daily. We, when Jerry and I talk on a phone, it's just always one more thing. He's like, did you get this thing I sent you? I'm like, no, you didn't send it to me. He's like, hold on. And then we literally discuss it over the phone <laughs> as we're talking. <laughs> and I'm making eggs today, and Jerry's talking to me, and I'm, we're discussing an email, and I was like. How, how did I open the conversation when I called you today? Did you read that email? No. No. Should I you say picked that? up the phone, uh -huh. and I said. Can I yell to you? Oh, well, of course you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, not to mention that my phone ringer for Jerry. So I'm sitting in the kitchen making my son some eggs and some bacon and stuff like that. My phone goes, <laughs> F you. F you. But it's not saying F. It's saying the word. I can't wait till I'm in public, uh, in public and my phone starts going, F you. You said that happened at the gym. It did happen at the gym, but I had my, <laughs> I had my ear uh, things in, so oh, it just okay. went over my... <laughs> All right. We'll have to find out when you're in public. Uh, right. And and make sure I call you. Yeah. Once you do it, like, never mind. Yeah, we know when say, to do it. Yeah, say that on air. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, yeah, no, it's been a lot of aggravation, but whatever. It's 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 what my life is right now. People trying to destroy my business, you know, for their petty little grievances with me. That kind of shit. I'm I'm just I'm I'm to the point where I'm used to it now. Right, and a part of the conversation that Jerry and I had is, um, it's a lot to swallow when it's a, when it happens, and it comes in waves. Okay, like people like he and I, that you put your neck on the line, 
And I did for a long, long time. You put your neck on the line, and there's waves on sometimes you question whether it's worth it. Okay? Oh, yeah. And that was one of the conversations that Jerry and I had today. It was when you when you put everything on the line, and then you look behind you, and there's no one there. It's defeating. It is. I'm depressing. tired of being Moses, it's tra- leading the Jews out of Egypt. I really am. I swear to God, that's one of the same things I said before I, I retired from all of that. I, I just, no one's going to come to save you. Like I told you on the phone today, yeah. I'll, I'll be behind you, buddy, and I, I'll be ready to clap and strap. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to understand that... There's a lot of people that will never do anything because they don't want to be even break that smile. Yeah. Even people that will tell you that they will, most people will fold. It's true. Even people that say they won't. Like I told you on the phone, I had people before 20, 2020 broke the Republican Party. So it really did. It broke the whole Trump movement and stuff because there's half the Trump people were these Q nuts that still follow it till today. Yeah. And then half of them were or, or ones that woke up and be like, okay, that was a psyop. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and at, at 2020, there was a, a half the people that had been following me or reading my stuff were um, I've been talking to for almost 20 years. Half of them were just like instantaneously. Now Kevin's wrong. Kevin doesn't know what he's talking about. Kevin's sources are wrong. Kevin's, you know, anti-Trump. Da, da, da. I'm like, listen, dude, this is the facts. And they're like, well, when Trump comes back in office and in March, I love we'll those. take you back. I was like, okay. I had a dude on Facebook. It was it was every every week. Yep. He would message me and go, Jerry, it's March 18th now. Okay. Yep. All right. We'll see what happens. Yep. And then on March 19th, I'd I'd message him back and go, I'm just gonna say his name was Tony. It wasn't Tony Ronaldo though. Okay. Who's who's in the chat? Oh, I have to get on there. Yeah. So uh did it happen? And I missed it? Did I miss it, dude? No, 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 no. Now it's May. Now it's May. Yep. And it just kept getting pushed off, and it was August. I'm like, dude, you don't see that you're so full of crap. You don't see that it's all full of crap. You don't see it. Come on, wake up. Well, the fact was they also said the same people then, after it didn't happen in March, they are like, you watch what happens in 4th of July. I'm like, okay, was that Q post 2487? I'm like, how many times until you need to wake up? Right. On January 6th, he was telling me, Mike Pence has been arrested. Nancy Pelosi's been arrested. They've been taken to, uh, you know, this such and such a a place for jail. And now it's going to fire off, buddy. Get ready. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I mean. It's like it's like at some point, like I think like some of the people that I was I was friendly with and that would that I would engage they didn't even have enough, but get back on the, the, the track of this, didn't even have enough balls to publicly state who they voted for. Yeah. Or their beliefs. Because they would lose friends. Right. Right? And then these are the same people that got mad at me when I started shooting them straight. Because, well, Kevin's, and this is, they turned into leftists because they were like, oh, Kevin's spewing negative energy. Kevin's attacking me. Because I had a diff- I had a different opinion than them that's a new one on air jerry i don't think we've i think that's happened before but they i had a different i had a different opinion than them and it just so happens that i have the credibility that they've never have and i have the experience and the sources and 20 years experience 
of knowing of seeing this stuff from a mile away, and they all got mad at me. They don't talk to me anymore. Good. That's what I said. At this point, I never needed you. You needed me. Okay. They brought nothing to the table. Yeah. Like they were just coattail people. Like they were they were just coattails. You know what I mean? And they would never stand. If you can't stand up for yourself, you're never going to be able to stand up for somebody else. That's the truth. So I was just like, "F you, out of here, bye." You just took your phone and said, "Jerry, call me real fast." <laughs> no, it's just like it's ridiculous. <laughs> but my point being is, is that all these people that if you're expecting anybody to make themselves uncomfortable to help you with your being uncomfortable, yeah. It's gonna be a long time waiting, but yeah, no, it's it's not gonna happen. Nope, it's very obvious. And, and and I seriously did when I was talking to you. I was like, dude, we should just I, I, like I I am right now of the mind that I want to scrap this show because it's just it's it, it, I I'm not making any money from it. The 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 point was not. To you make mean we money. don't get paid money for, to do this? No. Wow. No. Well, so we put ourselves out there just to be ridiculed for the things that we yes. are stating our opinions. Wow. Yes. You mean I take away from time for my family to do this? Yeah. Wow. For nothing. What? Yeah. You promised me gold at the end of the extra underground rainbow, Jerry, and it's a, now you're telling me there's none there. Yeah. Come on, bro. But I, I you know, it was just it, it was a moment today where where I understood what everything was going on and and I had a little pity party for myself, and then I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to give people the satisfaction. Exactly. I'm not canceling this. Get the hell out of here. That, it's one of those things that comes in waves. It's like buying a house. I know this younger guy. He and his girlfriend they're going to get married, but they're buying a house first, kind of like my wife and I did it. And I said, you know, it's like buying a house, and that's exactly what it is. Sometimes you, it's highs and lows and all that stuff. Yeah, and it is is when you're constantly putting your neck out, you just. Self-reflect sometimes and be like, man, I'm tired of just getting shit on. Yeah. And I am. I really am tired of it. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of getting attacked. I'm tired of this. Tired of having people. You know what I mean? Let me let me express something to you, and I know you know this. But to the listeners, let me tell you, when you put your neck out like I have and like Jerry have, and I did for a really long time, you lose friends that you thought you knew. I had people that I've known since I was in... Nursery school. Friends with them all through nursery school, friends in elementary school, junior high. I had those people call me a racist and some of the worst things in my life, and I've known them my entire life. Mm -hmm. Just because I didn't like Barack Obama. It does not feel good to be called a racist, all all this stuff, when you know it's not true. There's only so, oh, you know, I mean... It's like I told my daughter, if you're not a poopy head, what are you worried about somebody calling you a poopy head for? There's only right, but there's only there's a a line that you that there's only so much you can take. You know what I mean? Like you getting attacked and your business getting attacked multiple times. It was by the the same worthless piece of garbage. Right. It's the same thing as like when I had my house, my address posted online. And then they all started attacking me, and then they all started doc trying to dox me, and multiple right. people were trying to dox me, posting my my offices on addresses online, the right. phone numbers. They're, they're gonna attack. They're gonna do. And this was this was back when Obama before doxing was a thing. Yeah, I mean, I had people trying, like I've said before on the show, people threatened to come to my house and burn my house down with my kids, and it tell me that they were gonna kill my kids. Like so. This is really the thing, like I said to you today, it's really, 
it pisses you off when people like uh, tell me, oh, I should run for supervisor. Why are you stand up to this stuff? You'd be like, dude, I was standing up before you even knew what standing up was. I was the one getting attacked in public, having cigarettes thrown in my face before even people even started protesting anything or having conversations in public. I really, really get annoyed when people are like, oh, you know, you need to do this. You need to do this. I'm like, dude, you don't even vote. Sit down and shut up. It's funny. Uh, a few years ago, I, I had a guy who uh, I had a disagreement with. You? Over something. Me. If you, you're what? He went to the trouble of looking up my company online mm. and found out who my biggest client was. <laughs> and this guy comes back to me and goes, how would they feel if they found out you said this, that, or the other thing? I said, you go right ahead and, and I'll give you the phone number of the owner of the company. She calls me honey. How do you think you're going to be perceived, you asswipe? That sounds familiar like someone else tried to do that recently, too, but just a different yeah. context. Yeah. But it, it just sucks when you... It comes with putting yourself out there. And we understand this, that the attacks are going to come, but also sometimes you just had your fill. And you need yeah. somebody... You need, a, you need a buddy like Jerry called me today and vented. And it's just sometimes you need to vent. And then you build up and you're, okay, we'll move on. Right. Because you have to, because it, everyone, said to, everyone said to me, it was like, man, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it day in, day out, year after year, decade after decade. And you know what? At a certain point, I was like, you know what? I don't know how, to, I, don't know how I do it anymore. I'm not going to do it anymore. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, you're giving up? I'm like, dude, <laughs> giving up? How, much, how, much, what's, how long have you been fighting? You know what I mean? What do you do? Do you, do you change your you change your career, huh? Did you change your career? Did you, half your family not talk to you. Tell me what you have given up for this country, right? And all these these women, we can't even post what they what their beliefs are online because they'll lose a couple of their peeps, yeah. their friends. Yeah, STFU. You know what I mean? <laughs> Come on, man. Like, it, it, I, I, I had a I had a really great instance of that this week. So I went to. Saturday night, I went to the Exeter uh, Spring Musical. Matilda. Matilda. And, dude, it was great. It was fabulous. I heard it was really good. It was... It's difficult to say this because people are going to say, you you know, I'm I'm smooching somebody's ass. It was as good as things I've seen on Broadway. It was every bit as good. I just don't like that shit, so I don't even go. I get it. I get it. I don't like but, musicals or anything. Yeah, I don't either, generally. But you know what? I'm there to support the kids. Right. I'm there to support the, you know, the entire, the the, mm-hmm. the, the musical community. I'm whatever. selfish, Jerry. I know Is you are. what you're trying to say? So in the Examiner, I wrote this glowing review where literally everything I said was, it was awesome. Hmm. And the 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 music was awesome. The 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 stage design was awesome. It was just everything. And I get to listing the 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 kids who played in who were actors in the play. Okay. And so the leader or, or the leader, the, the main character of Matilda was played by uh The lead. The lead was played by a young lady named Summer Trzinski. Okay. And I wrote Summer Chizinski played, you know, uh, Matilda mm-hmm. with 
like a maturity above, you know, somebody many years her senior. And, mm-hmm. and it's just, you know, like it's that's a glowing review of her performance. Yep. Some woman writes in the comments, well, you know, you mentioned the school board member whose kid was in it, and you mentioned your friend's kid, and you mentioned other people, but you didn't mention Summer Tuzinski at all. So I go in there and, and, and I copy and paste the part. I said, what about this don't you understand? <laughs> oh, you could have said a lot more about her performance oh, because she God. was this, that, or anything. I said, all right, look, I'm going to end this, okay? Mm-hmm. You're writing the next review. That's it. Right. I'm not interested. I'm not interested yeah. in what you have to say. Yep. All you want to do, again, this is a person who's never done anything in their life, yep. and they just want to crap on something. Yep. And they're, they're Karens. Yes. It's probably Summer's grandmother or something. <laughs> this but is I the, mean, how dare you? I, right? This is, this is the pro- I've had conversations with a, with a friend of mine that's very high up. If you listen to the show, you know who she is. And I've had conversations with her. I was like, you're not going to make everybody happy. It's just not going to happen. You can't make everybody happy. Not in this day and age. There's too many outlets and too many capabilities for people to contact you know, people in the school or in the township building. It's just too easy for people now. Right. So if it's easy for them, it's the same reason why people shoot their mouth off on social media and, and say stupid things and do threats that they can never back up and everything. But you... No one's ever going to be happy. Yeah. No, not 100, 100% of the people are never going to be happy. Plus, opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one, and they all stink. Yeah, but, but I <laughs> mean, Especially you know, like, that woman. What she basically said was, you are entitled to my opinion. Right. I, whatever, honey. Mm-hmm. I mean, right? Yeah. What else? Am I, you're right next year's. That's all. Right. You're so good. Then and if you don't do a good job... I, I, I've got news for you. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to correct the grammar errors, uh-huh. and everybody's going to see the original. I'm going to correct it, and I'm going to send it back to you and say, redo it. And then why didn't you write two more sentences on this person? Why didn't you write two more sentences yeah. on this person? Mm-hmm. That, I, I, that goes a long thing with, like, everybody's going to be a whiner, yeah. right? So that person commented this. Here goes on another further story, and we can get on what one of the things of sticking your neck out, especially when your kids go to school. My kids were looked at differently and targeted at their old, their old school. In fact, um, in my daughter's class, a substitute teacher had been talking politics. This is around 2015, so the prime the election going up to 16. Mm. The substitute teacher was pushing Hillary Clinton in the classroom, saying that the future is fe- no. It was my son's class. Future is female. Blah 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 blah. People, they, you know, their parents should vote for Hillary Clinton. Third grade, th- I think it was third or fourth grade, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think maybe no fifth, th- fifth. I think. Yeah, pushing that. So I emailed the teacher. Hey, please keep your politics out of the classroom. That doesn't, you know. Your politics there's should no not place be, for it. There's no place for your politics in the classroom. But by the way, you said that the future is female. Did you give any thought to the boys in the class? That Are they going to be part of this female future? Of course they're not. Right? She uh, emailed me back making excuses and saying that, you know, women are underrepresented, blah, 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 right. blah, 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 and okay. all this stuff and everything. And um, 
I said to her, really? I said, women are 52% of the population. What? And I broke down the stats. Was it like 68% of the people that graduate college? You know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. And all this stuff. And then that was when she had her tranny, transvestite boyfriend or whatever, uh, gave him my private information and my wife's private information, who also worked at the school. Yeah. And called me and threatened me and all the called me all these horrible names, right? Come right. And get some. Right. So not only did the teacher break a federal law, which is a FERPA law, because yeah. that contact information is my child's emergency contact information, right, which right, is a right. FERPA violation. Two federal laws were broken. Um so I contacted the school and the school didn't they gave the woman a paid day off. And that Perfect. was it. And then the next day gave her a full time position. Perfect. So I was like, okay, well, after they didn't do anything, I took it to the school board there, which their school board is just, it's not even voted on. It's just named. Yeah. And the school board didn't do anything. So I was working in, let's just say, politics then. So I contacted some people in the Department of Education federally in the state one where I found out it would broke two federal laws. But the school didn't do anything. This is what you get when you get, when you stick your neck out. Yeah. Right. And my kids were looked at differently by certain teachers and everything like that. And I'm just like. <laughs> or you get a maniac who's a township supervisor using his official position mm-hmm. to try to ruin your business. But this is part a of piece the piece of garbage township supervisor. And this is why it gets bald <laughs> piece of garbage township supervisor. This is the part that why so I understand why some people don't want to step up and fight. Mm-hmm. I get it because they hear horror stories like this. Yeah. But then don't don't cry when <laughs> no one's gonna help you. Yeah, that's a, that's a it's a crappy thing about society nowadays. Like everybody's got an opinion. Like that woman that you well you didn't write enough about this or this wasn't or, enough, right? It's a it's a no win situation. Tony Ronaldo in the chat says his children have dedicated firearms already at four and one years old. Nice. <laughs> And he says, it's sickening, burning your house down with your kids inside. That's asking for a fatal triangle, mm-hmm. one you don't let go. Yeah. I yeah. mean, my uh, Tony, my kids have been shooting since, well, we started on Red Rider BB guns before they could even cock them. And I had to cock them for them. And then we upgraded to uh, a 22 AR-15 Ruger style, 1022, but with the black, you know, the, the scary ones that they make in wood, too. Mm-hmm. And um, I think my son, yeah, my son shot my two two three, my MP fifteen two two three, but it was too loud and too powerful for him, so he just right. went down to twenty two. But my my daughter and my son and my wife are quite capable, and they've been they haven't shot in maybe about a year or two, but yeah, same thing. So on to the show. Yeah, now that we've ran. Okay. That we ran. Yeah, dude, that's 41 minutes. It was interesting, though, and things that need to be said. I guess. So, to get back to the bald piece of crap, Mm. uh, worthless supervisor who's trying to ruin my business. Mm. Who would that be? uh, Ted Gardella. Okay. So, to get back to that, he, of course, is stirring up trouble again or trying to. 
And, you know, we went over last week the fact that he went to the school board meeting and they admonished him for his comment because it had nothing to do with school process Mm -hmm. and he shouldn't use their forum to to demean another community member. Right, and a taxpayer, yeah. Right, so now they were forced Mm -hmm. by this piece of garbage who won't let go to have to make a statement. And at the beginning of this week's school board meeting, they turned it over to the solicitor to read a prepared statement. And we're going to listen to that now. This is the school board solicitor addressing the bald piece of garbage township supervisor and his antics. Good evening, everybody. This has to do with public feedback. Section 710.1 of the Sunshine Law requires that residents of a public school district be permitted to comment on matters of concern, official action, or deliberation which are or may be before the board prior to the board taking official action. Your school board policy 903 expressly provides for two comment periods. The first comment period, in compliance with the Sunshine Law, is reserved for comments about voting items on the agenda. The second comment period is for any topic a member of the community wishes to raise with the school board of directors. The board. Okay, does that make sense to everybody? So the first time, the first comment period, they can they have to comment on something that's on the agenda. The second one, they can comment on anything. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think even that one implies that it ought to be something school related. Right. Like well, you can't go you, in there and complain about the size of the asteroid that just went between Earth and the moon. You mean Ted's head and <laughs> the moon? <laughs> Let's not be childish. Back to the club. Board wishes to make clear that making personal attacks against fellow members of the community or addressing non-agenda items during an agenda-only comment period is in violation of the board policy and it is not condoned by this governing body. The board asks that our fellow community members adhere to the stated requirements so that the business of the school board can be conducted in an orderly and respectful manner. The board has also received a written complaint from a community member accusing the school district of having a business relationship with another member of the community who engages in local media broadcasting activity. That's me. And it was Ted. The board wants the public to understand that the school district has no, no business, contractual or financial relationships with any media outlets that publish or broadcast school or school-related events. None. Neither the board... The admi- it won't pause. And this is the part that like, I wrote on next door. The problem with spreading lies like that piece of shit did is, is so detrimental because now there's people in the community, in the district, township, that think you do, that may have not heard this. Or right. may not hear us now. It's the same reason. This is he is such an asshole. It's the same. I put him up there with the Harry Reid. And if you're if you into politics for a little while, you should know. You probably know who Harry Reid is. And in the 2012 election, what did he say about Romney? He told everybody that Mitt Romney doesn't pay taxes. Right? He didn't. He didn't pay yep. any taxes. I remember. And then after Romney lost, Harry Reid was uh, interviewed about it, and he said, "Well, he didn't win, did he?" They don't care. It justifies. Right. Your, the ends justify the means. Yeah. And that's what he's trying to do. 
Ted, for a person who bashes and talks about, you know, social media lies. And shares of and, negativity. Yeah, but just goes on to how, how Dave Hughes spouts lies all over the place on social media and on his website and cries about, Ted cries about social media almost as much as liberals do about Elon Musk buying Twitter, okay? He cries about lies, 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 and then literally gets on a public stage like a school board meeting and lies. Yeah. And lies so bad that the school board has to call him out on it. This is how big of a piece of shit he is. And the man is so disgusting, it is. it just drives me wild about that he... Dude, I had I had a conversation with someone. And <laughs> I was like, Ted's a cancer on society. Well, you may be right. You know, he's not looked at very nice. They're not, this, this gentleman's not like you or I. I. I'm like, he's much more polished, let's just say. I'm like, he was hated before all this. Oh, yeah. He was hated before all this. And this is exactly like I wrote on next door. It's the same reason why he can't win elections. He, can, he can't win an election all he can be is selected. And that only happened once. And do you think anyone's going to select him ever again? Not here. That's why he can't run, because he's such an asshole, and he's so vile, and he has a can- literally a cancer on this community so bad that the school board had to admonish him not once, but twice. Now think about this. He is now costing the taxpayers yep. money because oh, the whoa, solicitor... Whoa. For the school board had to take, what would that take, 30 minutes of her day to write that? Maybe. But also, okay, like I wrote on next door, let's add this. So $18,000 for a bullshit investigation against Dave Hughes, yep. right? $13,000 plus for suing you. Yep. And what, maybe a couple hundred bucks for this one? Minimum, yeah. Sure, sure. Thirty-one grand. Yeah. Because of 30, 32 grand because of freaking Ted Gardella. Yeah. Think about that. 32 grand of taxpayer money paid because Ted Gardell is an asshole. And, is, is, and this is the other disgusting part. Like we have the conversations about this, that he's using his seat on the supervisor's board to go after you. I know. And he's using our taxpayer money. And there was a comment on next door from a woman well, he didn't do that in his capacity as a supervisor. Yes, he does. When he goes to Giant and shops and someone's like, oh, hi, supervisor, supervisor Gardella. Is he being looked at as a as in his position as a supervisor? Yes. Just like a teacher is. It's the same reason why teachers don't go to birdies and get shit-faced and so everybody can see them. Because when you're an employee or a so-called leader of the community as the supervisor board and the school boards are, you have a certain level of, of ethics that you have to withhold. Yeah. And Ted has none. Right. So when he does something like that at a school board meeting, yes, he's doing it as in his role as a supervisor. Yes, he And is. everybody knows it. Everybody. I talk to a lot of people in administration and the school. They don't like Ted. They know exactly what he was doing and what he was trying to do. And let's just say the cancer is now spreading. The cancer of Ted Gardell is spreading because people like him even less. And they also know that every single thing that he's done is all over Bell and Volmer too. 
They're do- what they've done because they have not come out and spoken at the supervisor meeting. They should censor him or censure him. Censure, yes. But th- why they haven't? Because they agree with it. Right. It's the same reason why they sued you. Because they agree. The same reason why Volmer told Fred Whitehawk to take a post down. They're a bunch of authoritarian little brats that need to be put in their place and voted out. And they all should resign, let alone Volmer and Bell running for, for to get elected. It's 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 they they have all done it. It is just utterly disgusting to me that they that they haven't said anything. Oh, it hasn't run in, it wasn't done in, in super uh, the role of supervisor. The hell it wasn't. Every move that you make, th- this is what I was told. Every breath you take, yes, I'll be watching you. Yes, but this is what I was told when I was on the school board. You're always a school board member. Mm-hmm. You, you got to watch your ass, dude. Yep. And I'll give you a better one. Back in the day when I worked at UPS. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wearing my uniform on the way to and from work. Yep. Our bosses used to tell us, you are the company. Mm-hmm. Watch how you behave when you're in public. Well, it's a little distinguishable, that brown shirt, too. Yeah. I mean, not a lot of people wear brown shirts. I didn't want to wear brown pants when I was a kid because then everyone made fun of me that I shit my pants. I'm, I'm dead serious. It happens all the time. No, no, I'm dead serious. <laughs> like, I had hand-me-down pants, and they were, like, brown corduroy. So besides the when you walk... Like I was in like fourth or fifth grade, and I wore brown corduroy pants. I mean, it was what yeah. early eighties, and so good old fool shit his pants, you know, or pooped his pants, and I'm like, oh, okay. And I never, my mom was like, how can you wear your brown corduroys, dude? You try to, to being a child is very difficult, especially in my childhood. But uh, no, anyway, sorry. What if you're bald as a child? Do you think that's a difficult life too? I don't, I just I'm not going there. <laughs> All right, back to the clip. We'll yep. finish this. Administration nor the school district endorse or pay any media outlets that operate in the Exeter geographic area. The district does not have the ability to stop individuals and area businesses from creating fictitious titles. And so that is one of the lies that the bald piece of garbage mm-hmm. tried to propagate. Yep. Okay. That the school district is paying me to do this. <laughs> the reality is, mm-hmm. I am paying them. Yep. Okay. This is how dumb he is. Or either that he. No, he's not this purposely, dumb. Purposely lying. Correct. He is purposely lying yeah. because he is a damned liar. He's a piece of garbage mm-hmm. liar. Yep. Names that reference the school district or from attending public events. The district also has no ability to control comments that private individuals may post, tweet, or broadcast about other members of the community. As sometimes disrespectful and offensive as some of it may be, the school board as a government body cannot and should not attempt to censor or control speech from other private persons. The board wanted everybody to understand that. Thank you. So so they had to take time out of their lives to Mm -hmm. do that. And you know what's crazy to me that I really wish you could play the last part that you just played again. I can. Do it again. About right here. Play it again. Comments that private individuals may post, tweet, or broadcast. That part? About other members of the community. Mm -hmm. As sometimes disrespectful and offensive as some of it may be, the school board as a government body cannot and should not attempt to censor or control speech from other private persons. Right there. The board wanted everyone. Right there. Yeah. Hey, assholes on the supervisor boards. Bell, Volmer, did you hear that? 
because the same stuff goes for you, jackasses. So when you when you Volmer calls or messages Fred Whitehawk to take a post down, you should you should have listened to this. She's obviously a better solicitor than than Chadwick. Dude, you know what? I gave her some crap about a year ago about how she was popping in in on the meeting. Mm-hmm. I take it all back. She's been quiet since for the most part, but this is good. is because she's actually understanding the Constitution and the role of government and for speech, where the supervisors obviously don't. They're because they're little whiny the baby bitches that can't take something being said about them that they don't like. When somebody said something bad about my oh, someone called me head. numbers. Someone called me numbers in Captain America. And all these things is just so mean because I can't take it. The bad man calls me bald. Are you bald? Well, yes. <laughs> Jesus. I and, and and good on her for saying that. Should not. That's that's the key of what she's yes. saying. But the idiots, and this is what Chadwick should have sh- should have said something to them. Hey guys, that's not good. You can't do that. You cannot tell. You cannot call someone a resident, and tell them to take a post down. Yeah. You can't do that. And, well, number one, they should have said to you, he should have known better to sue you anyway. Maybe let's give Chadwick the benefit of the doubt, which I'm normally not one to do, okay? Let's give him the benefit of the doubt that they just, the supervisors, wanted to sue you so bad, Chadwick was like, I'm just doing what you're telling me to he do. He works okay. at their direction. Yep. He should have known better. Which eventually he did because he probably advised him, be like, listen, I could get disbarred for this if we continue this. And that's when they dropped it. Right. But I, it's so, it's, and it's funny that, that the school board is mostly, uh, <laughs> they're, they're, they seem just like more professional, nicer people. And it, you just listen to the, it's like, this, the township's cut in half. Like, the school board's professional. They get things done. I might not agree with every single thing that they do or say. You don't have to. Right. And that's my right as a citizen and a taxpayer. And then you go to you go to supervisors, and you're like, it's a freaking clown show. And where it's it's it would be funny if it wasn't about money and them suing a resident with my money. You're using my money to go after a resident and a friend of mine. Dude, so the thing with the school board versus the supervisors is that I know that they listen to people. I've written emails Mm -hmm. and gotten responses. I've made, uh, I've sent text messages, gotten responses. Just a couple of weeks ago, I texted John Fiddler. And said, what about this thing? And I don't even remember what the hell it was. And it was at like 6 o'clock in the morning. By 9 o'clock, he got back to me and went, oh, Jerry, I sent, I sent a, uh, an email to so-and-so to find out about that. I was like, I really didn't want you to do that. I just really wanted your opinion. Yeah. But he started doing an investigation. Do you think any of the jerk-offs and the supervisors if are doing any it, investigations? If you sent it, no. 
Doesn't matter. I don't. I, I don't think they'll do it for anybody. They're not listening to anybody. No. They've got what they're going to do, and they're going to push it through. They don't give a shit what anybody's saying. That's true. And then they're going to hide the numbers, just as they still haven't released any of them. Exactly. So, I mean, there's your there's your polar opposites: people who actually listen mm-hmm. and are thoughtful and know. I probably agree with them, maybe seventy five percent of the time. But damn, man, they're trying. Mm-hmm. It was just nice. Anybody to who's trying, I mean, I'm going to give it to them. Like that solicitor understands the Constitution and the role of the school board in that and in social media. The supervisor's board doesn't give a shit, and they just are going to do every single thing they can to try to bury you. Because this is the thing. What Volmer and Bell don't understand, everybody knows that every single thing that's going on is all of you. Except for Dave Hughes, because he votes against it. Because you can't put, you can't say that Dave Hughes doesn't let anything go, and it's four Gator one. Yeah, and like you can't. Which which side? What 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 side you taking here? Right, right. You think Dave Hughes voted to have to sue Jerry? No, no. I no, highly doubt. I highly doubt he did. Right. Uh, <laughs> but Bell did. Well, or they went along with it. Yeah. I didn't hear that any of them do um, a public comment about that. No. Or even in their report, the supervisor's report. Nope. They said, hey, you know, we shouldn't have done this. And now it's going to bury B- Bell and Volmer in their, in their campaign. God, I hope. God, I hope. They should be ashamed of themselves. And they sh- every single thing that Gardella does is tied right to Bell and Volmer. It's the, it's the gang of three. Everyone's like, oh, I'm leaving out Michelle Kirshner. No, I'm not leaving out Michelle Kirscher. I just don't care because she's not running again. Right. <laughs> right. Can't do anything about her. Nope. Do something about those other two, though. Yeah, because they're they are Gardella in, in disguise. They're right. his little they're his little puppets, as I've seen that Fred Whitehawk supposedly is is Dave Hughes' puppet, which is a whole funny thing. Is like we said about agreeing with disagreeing, but v- Gardella and Volmer and Bell all vote the same every damn every time. single time, and they all say the same thing all the time. So on to the next clip. At the school board now. So, I, I mean, like, not a lot happened in that meeting. It, it was the cow meeting. And, and they, they had a special voting meeting beforehand where they hired some people on. They hired a guy named Dr. Josh Hoyt, your buddy. My buddy. He's a buddy of yours, isn't he? No, I know Josh. He's a good guy. His, yeah, his, he got our, hired. Our sons, I saw, our sons are uh, friends. They, they live up the street from us. There you go. Okay. Well, he got hired as the director of teacher teaching and learning. 130K. 130K plus Benny's. He better do a really good job. <laughs> you see your neighbor tell him I said he better do a really good job for that money. Hey, hey Josh, man. Those, <laughs> yeah. Let's get those numbers up, baby. <laughs> so anyway, uh, but the, the, the meeting itself, it, it, they had two presentations which were interminable. And I get that it's my... Is it an idiosyncrasy? I don't know. But one of the the presentations was about special education from Dawn Harris, and it was like almost an hour. Oh, good Lord. And I just, I like, to me, there was so much jargon going on, and there was so much inside ball. Like, that's just stuff that they've got a hand on. I get that they need to, they need to flesh it out in public. And again, 
They're fleshing it out in public. It's boring as hell, and they're fleshing it out in public. They're excited by it. They all get it. Because they're educators and a lot of stuff that my, my wife would probably be like, okay. Right, okay, right. Okay. That's and the I'm kind of stuff like, that gives them a woody. Uh, it's paint drying for me. Yeah, can we exactly. Get back, can we back, get back to the solicitor's comment about Ted again? Can we, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's it's just like that. And, the, and then the other one was they went over the budget again. Okay, updated the budget. Now they're at like they're minus 130K right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And again, credit to them. They're talking about this budget like I've never seen a school board do, even That's the ones good. I was on. That's good. They've gone over it. It's got to be four times in public. Plus, they've had four or maybe it's five meetings. I think it's a total of six different budget meetings that they're they're having. The last one is late April. And I'm hearing that one person showed up and the one person is Mike Japina every time. Thanks, Mike. So, like, nobody's showing up and they're talking about it. They're having those meetings and then they've talked about it again. This is three or four times in uh, various meetings where they've given budget updates. Maybe they just don't want to when hear, they, well, hear no. about it. <laughs> when they pass the budget, whatever it is, doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. And people go, oh, you're spending too much. Oh, you're going to raise taxes. They're going to be able to go, asshole. (laughs) We covered this. Six meetings. Nobody came. We did it four times in the regular meetings. Nobody talked about it. I'm not interested in hearing you. Yep. It's that's. They're giving every opportunity to talk about this stuff. And nobody's showing up. You get what you deserve. And I've got news for you. The day they pass that, we're going to see people pissing and moaning, and I'm going to go crazy on those people. Well, it's also the same thing like we talked about earlier. Not everybody's going to be happy. It's not possible. Then at least register. register. Show up at the meeting. Yeah. Show up and, and they've given you every, they've given you six additional opportunities. You're not there. But my point is it's also laziness and Really, lack of true, genuine, apathy. Caring. It's all kinds. Of but things. do you think that woman that commented on your your Matilda story was going to say that to you in public? No, she wouldn't say that to my face. That's my, that's my point. Yeah, she so wouldn't what, say that to my most face. Most people won't even come up and comment at a school board meeting. I've done it. it Could yeah. be a little bit of shakiness. Yeah, it's right? intimidating, right? Especially when you get up there and you get yelled at. <laughs> when I did it, there was people. There were some Karens. Behind me, yelling at me, yeah. giving me the finger and everything. I was like, dude. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, good times. Hey, what's the sense? Hmm? So they, uh, those are the kind of things that were covered in the meeting. And, and there, was, there was another like, kind of lighthearted moment, which, which I thought was very lighthearted. During Dawn Harris' um, special education uh, uh, presentation, she was feeling questions during it, and Bob Quinner got in mm. and had a question. And and dude, it's going to make you laugh. Did Bobby Scotch not not live it down or what? No, this is really good. Okay, this is great. You're going to love it. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm all ears. Special education staffing. So when we come to you with a special education staffing request, again, as Mr. Morgan said earlier, it's not so much. So that's Dawn. Mm-hmm. Because it's a wish list. It's because, you know, perhaps we have caseload maximums that we have to uh, abide by. From the- 
Okay, so she is up to this point made the case that, you know, we're going to need help. We're going to need you to hire. And I don't remember what, what whatever it was that she may have said. But she she's laying out her case now. Okay? So whether it's needed or not, doesn't matter. Right. Doesn't matter. That's not the point. Right. So here we go. Well, in, in addition <laughs> to the welfare of the child, we our liability, if we do not conform with an IEP, is extensive. Correct. They sue us into the stone age and we could talk about uh that was a cute tittering laughter but yeah but sue us into the stone age yes okay but isn't that all covered by liability insurance i think um probably eh, but but the point being who wants to be bob has some allergies that's a good question his voice sounds a little groggy so, sounds a little nasally doesn't mm. he yeah. You know, trying to keep a balanced budget, and the whole thing could be blown by mm-hmm. one irate parent. Mm-hmm. So it's absolutely essential that our, we have enough people to accomplish those tasks. Those, those, I think, are the most... Ex- now, Part of that sound that you're hearing is the MP3 effect of my processing. Okay. And also part of it is... The YouTube processing. Oh, okay. Now, I did cut out as much of it as I could, as much noise reduction as I could, but it still gets okay. in there. I just thought maybe Bobby had some, some allergies or something. No, he did. Yeah, he sounds nasal. As old teachers like me, when you start messing with my curriculum, you start messing with my presentation. He was you a teacher. Start- I guess so. I didn't realize that. Scotch tasting teacher? No. <laughs> was he? T- I don't know. I don't know. He must have been. To ask him. He's not a liar. No, not that's that Ted. Right. Start messing with my classroom discipline. You're treading on hallowed ground, and I will maintain forever that there's some students that just need a two by four instead of a uh, <laughs> five. <minute. laughs> I agree, Bob. I agree. <laughs> I agree. So now he is not saying hit the kid with a two by four. Hit the kid with a two by four. He's He's not saying that. He's not advocating for it. This is, these are the words of a 76 or 77-year-old guy who probably used to get hit with a friggin' two-by-four. Eighth grade, I was. It was was more like a two-by-two. Yeah. But but, so so the point being, he's making the point that discipline is lacking. So let's go on. Well, was he? He was making a point was that if... The administration got in his teacher's classroom and messed with the, uh, you know. He pivoted there for me. I like, like I interpreted the pivot. Was there a comma in there? In the... But, uh, you know, still, I, I would not deprive you of the assets to uh, do your thing. And you have to convince those older teachers that uh, they really ought to retire or maybe talk to me and I'll get them a position. Thank you. You, I, uh... I'll get a position for them. I don't know what that means. Somebody at retirement. I don't know. But a lot of teachers, I'll tell you this. A lot of teachers are retiring because of the parents and the kids and the administration and schools not upholding or having any responsibilities, keeping these kids responsible for their own actions. Like they, it, like you, I think it goes into that whole culturally thing that we were talking about. And this is when, when, 
when the right was supporting Trump and his uh, criminal justice reform, right. I said, you people, you need to ask more questions because criminal justice reform is real vague, and that's real broad brush to be painted with. Are you talking about weed? Like, I don't think a mom's... There's a, I remember one of the women that Trump re, um, got free was this, this black woman that was doing like 20 years for having like a, a bag of weed or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was a three strikes thing, I think. Right, that, that's ridiculous. It's outrage. I mean, let's just break it down. All the people, that, who did Glassy Maxwell um, traffic children to? You mean Ghislaine? <laughs> Whatever, I don't like whatever. I'm not going to go as far as saying that as you will, but okay. But like, who did she traffic children to? She's the only woman to go to jail for trafficking children to no one. But you're going to have a you're going to have a, a a woman in jail and doing almost 20 years for a bag of a Mary Jane. Yeah, that criminal justice reform makes sense, but the criminal justice reform that's going on in the cities doesn't make any sense. No, so. This stuff that's going in in the classroom now, too, administration, what they're doing is it's not even a it's not anything. Kids are doing bad things and there's no consequences for them at all. Yeah. It's it. That's why teachers are retiring. Hence the two by fours. I'm not opposed. I do understand what you're saying, Mr. Quinder, and I do agree. Um, sometimes it is about educating our staff on what students need as individuals. Um, but again, this is an area where I'll just... I would argue that the teachers know better than administration. The well, teachers sure. are the ones with the kids. How many... Uh, I mean, my wife's been teaching for 21 years. I guarantee she knows better than the, some the, most of the administrators. The, the ones that have not been there as long. She's more experienced. It's kind of like my mom was a nurse. She was a DONRN. I trust nurses more than I trust doctors. They're more hands-on. Right. They're they're in the shit. Yeah. <laughs> if the military turned, they're in the shit. The doctors aren't necessarily aren't in the shit. Nurses are. To celebrate regular ed staff in the district, I'll use Lorraine as an example. Um, so, you, as you know, we're building our emotional support programming over there. And if I've heard it once, I've heard it a dozen times from... Now, again, this is her talking all kinds of inside ball stuff. Right. Does that include- Nobody knows that this is being, that, that the inside staff at Lorraine is being built. Like, nobody knows that. Does, That's inside. Does that include, like, puppies and stuff, animal rooms and stuff like that? You should ask. From the regular ed staff over there, that they absolutely will not let those children go anywhere else. They want them in their building, and they just want us to train them and teach them and show them how to get better at educating those students. So while I agree, some... I don't necessarily agree with that at all because the teachers are going to know better how to educate those kids than no, no offense to Dawn or any or Christy or any of those. Those kids those kids are in... Those teachers are in the classroom every damn day with those kids. There's no better way to learn. Say you have 20 kids or 30 kids or whatever and that teacher spends every day with them for hours. Every individual student's going to learn differently. 27 kids? Whatever. 17? Whatever. 35. Whatever. Okay, all right. But every kid's going to learn differently, and that teacher's in there every day, and then throughout the year, you learn what works for individual children. So this kid's going to learn faster this way, so you critique how you're teaching. You know, if you're having a discussion, you know how to teach them differently. 
So I would say that the teachers know how far better to educate the people than some person that's coming in and giving some crazy new. This is the, the that agenda stuff that we were talking about. Get back to basics when you're talking about math and English and all that stuff. Read and write and arithmetic. Right, but how how does Dawn and and those people want to teach the teachers to teach better? Are all your teachers like freshmen? Are they new? No. She's also saying give them resources. Well, resources is one thing, but it's exact. What's again criminal justice reform? What's what's in the pudding there? What what's the ingredients in what you're talking about? Good question. Some folks need a little bit more um, encouragement than others. There are large groups of staff in this district. See, as soon as you said a little more encouragement, I went right back to two by four. Some people need a little more of a two by four. Well, I, I think people, <laughs> I think adults do. <laughs> But also children, I think there should be like a get over it room. Like there, I, there actually are. Get over it rooms? Like just yeah. buckle up, buttercup. They, um, oh, God, I got to think about it. Like I, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not going to speak to it. I remember kids being sent to separate rooms, being told when I was on the school board, kids are sent to separate rooms. Like basically go chill out. Yeah, but this is the thing. thing is like that I'm not necessarily okay with either. Maybe not a get over it room. Just sit in your seat and act normal. Like half the stuff is like I had a conversation. I had conversations with kids. I was like, really, what do we have to complain about? What do you what do, what do you have to complain about? Seriously. And well, I'm like, that's not something to complain about. That's a daily life. And if you can't learn how to deal with this stuff now, just imagine when life gets hard. And then when life gets hard, you're gonna be like, holy sh. I wish I dealt with learn how to deal with. It. I think as 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 adults, our the older generations like us were we had to deal with the stuff. Whether it was getting the shit kicked out of you by your parents, an abusive alcoholic parent, or whatever, or the kids bullying on you, or or whatever, you had to deal with it when your kids. Nowadays, like there's bullying classes, there's this class, this right, class, how to right. deal with this. Sometimes you just have to bite your lip and and power through. Yeah, you know, there's there's that video of the Starbucks barista who's sitting in the back room and filming himself and he's crying. Mm -hmm. I had to work seven hours today and I'm so overwhelmed because people are just coming through the door and it's not stopping. I had to work seven hours. Mm -hmm. And it's, dude. Can you imagine if... I worked 18 hours before. What are you doing? Can you imagine if we had a draft right now? Now, you and I wouldn't wouldn't get drafted. Mm -mm. First, it's like, what? 18 to 21, I think it starts out, and then 21 to 23, and then 23 to 25. Right, they, they've got a whole They work process. every two two years up or something like that. Can you imagine these kids now being drafted to go into a war? It would be great for them. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wouldn't be. No, but I, I, like, they, they can't even deal with, with the most minor of strifes in their life. You're like, oh, my God. Oh, Bobby. I had to work seven hours. Somebody said something mean about me. I'm like, oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> that reflect a desire Wait, to support more. our special education students and our families. So I, I would just like to say I appreciate Bob's metaphor, but uh, I think I speak for everyone. None, none of us here at the table condone hitting anyone with a oh, two by four. Just want to speak. Who said that? That was Jason Mel. Mel. And so now again, we have a society mm-hmm. where Bob makes an offhanded comment. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to take it seriously from his experience. Yeah. And people on that board are like, mm, shoot, we better say something about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, lest anybody be offended. 
And Jason's got to go. Uh, uh, nobody's getting hit with a two by four. Okay. Uh, uh, I'd, like uh, to, I'd like to make a comment. Um, we don't condone anyone getting hit by a two by four, but if you're going to do it, please use Trex. It goes through the air smoother because it's. <laughs> we don't condone anyone getting hit by a two by four, but if his name is Ted Gardella, we're okay with it. <sighs> we don't. No violence on Ted either. No? I can't say that. Okay, you're right. No violence on Ted. Okay. <laughs> Have it your way. Fully peaceful. This is Burger King. <laughs> Have it your way. Fully peaceful one. Tony says uh, he has an M&P AR-22s for his kids. Yes. I think those MPs are the Smith & Wesson ones. That they are the AR uh, or MP-15-223 that I have that I built. Okay. Well, it's fully legal. I just added to it. Okay. I didn't buy the lower. And so you paid stuff. for the stamp. <clears throat> well, it's not a auto. Okay. It's a semi. All right. I'll allow it. Dude, those autos, that's why people don't understand either. They're already legal and they get one. It's quite expensive. They're they're expensive to buy and then the 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 license to have a fully automatic is ridiculous too. I, yeah, it's it's like 20 grand or something. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Nah. Now I, I I get what Bob's saying, but this, like you said, this is a society now where we have to we'd have to make a comment saying that you know no one's going to get hit by a two before, and the school board does not. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, what a shame that he even has to it is to do shame. the backpedal because someone's going to send a complaint that Bob said that you know kids should get hit with two by fours, just like the woman that commented to you about Matilda. Yeah, it's probably be the same damn woman. <laughs> Wait, he said two by four. We can't have that. Let me just be clear. Nobody's advocating for two by fours. No. This is not the Jets and the Sharks. Yeah, right. What was that? West Side Story. That's it. I watched. I had to watch that. So did I. When I was in school. I think I was like five or six. I didn't understand it. I, I, I know that I've seen it. I, I A lot just, of violence for a five or six year old. My parents were animals. The the dancing they did with the knives was... Yeah. (laughs) So zesty. Dude, two words. Natalie Wood. Back in the day. all I'm going to say to you. Yeah. She was hot until she didn't know. What's the name of her killer? Supposedly. I don't know. She was mixed up with the whole thing with... uh, What was the dude that has the tattoo of... What the hell's his name? I don't know. The dude that that had the Indian ink tattoo of the cross on his forehead that was in jail and all those women i have no idea yeah, what you do talking. oh charlie manson yeah that was she was a part of all that too wasn't she no i thought she was no who was the actress that they killed sharon tate that's it yeah natalie wood sharon tate all the same thing no she drowned natalie wood drowned in a car right drowned no not in a car she, there's actually she was married to yeah some who was the dude robert wagner I believe so. She was married to him, and there, there's like... This is, this is before my day. I'm just I'm yeah. stringing out on, on... And they were on a boat somewhere, and she was swimming, and here. she never came up. Yeah, right. She was Epstein before there was epstein Yeah. I'm telling you, someone's like... <laughs> people just don't get smoked like that. But There are accidents, Kev. I hate to tell you. Well, there are accidents. But, I don't know, something like that. Powerful people, they... There are people who overestimate their ability to swim. In a lake? Come on. Or an ocean. 
Was it in the ocean? I, I don't really remember, but yeah, you could overestimate your abilities. I don't know. I just think there's a lot of craziness, with, especially with those people, actors and stuff like that. What could Natalie Wood possibly have done that somebody wanted to offer? I don't know. Maybe they know something. Oh. Why do, why do the Clinton body count goes over 126 people? I, I, you but that's I mean? a little different than Natalie Wood, okay? Well, maybe she knows about a director being a pedophile, huh? Or maybe she knows about... Who is the woman that did The Wizard of Oz? Hmm? Judy Garland? Yeah, do you know she got pregnant? She got she got raped on set? By a midget? No. Mm. By two midgets? She was constantly raped on set. But that sounds great. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Hollywood stuff that goes on with children and, and that stuff, and... It's nuts. Wait, what are you saying? Wait a minute. What, child actors? No, no, no. First of all, when she made Judy The Garland. Wizard of Oz, she was 21. Okay. She wasn't a kid. No, but she got raped, and I believe she got pregnant. Okay, that's not good. Right. Well, she was not a kid. No, but I'm saying that... Where Hollywood, do you get this info? Hollywood is full of sick, sick people. I understand, because it's, it's, it's all about me, me, me type of stuff. It's not just that. It's like the... Uh, Put it this way. I saw an interview with a guy that was a director pedophile that got arrested. And he was interviewed. He was getting interviewed and he didn't think he was doing anything wrong because the child that he raped, their parents were in the room. Yeah. Do you think about that? Do you did you hear what I just said? I did. So because their parents want them to be a star so bad, they'll look different ways. Yeah. Like the dude that the fat dude that was in the head of the class. What the hell was his name? He was a Nickelodeon guy who raped all those young girls on Nickelodeon stuff like that. What the hell was his name? Dan something, wasn't it? Dan Schmid? Dan something like that? I don't know. Yeah, Schneiderman or something like that's that. That's it. I think that is good. Well done. But that's what I'm saying. They're all full of that. Like that couch that you know that Harvey Weinstein did. They also do that for little kids too, and it's disgusting. Look, all all those kids. Listen to all the. Why do you think all these kids come, kids grow up and they're so screwed up? They're heroin addicts. Well, they're heroin addicts, but why do they start doing drugs? But that's they, what I'm saying. They start doing that stuff so they don't look back at all the horrible things that they went through, and it gives them a way to 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 be on a different level and forget about that shit. Yeah. Natalie Wood died 1981 off of Santa Catalina Island. So in the ocean. Yes. Swimming was she uh, skinny dipping with uh, Robert Wagner? I don't know. I've not gotten that deep into it. I just looked up the basic Catalina Island. Yeah, off of California, right? Yep, yep. Five foot two, born nineteen thirty eight. So she would have been forty three years old. She was a looker, that's for sure. Oh, forget about it. <laughs> Look at this shit. Hmm. She was married twice to Robert Wagner. Yeah, I had heard that. They got divorced and they got married again, right? Yeah, but that's weird. That's a weird thing. Why are you going back? Didn't yeah, work it, once. It didn't work the first time. Yeah, give up. Maybe you're just ready to give it a shot and you think you're soulmates. It was a till death do you part thing. I I hold on to that belief. It was. That and it's cheaper. In this case, it's it also, was. It's also cheaper to keep her. <laughs> I say that my wife freaks out. She's like, that is so wrong. It's terrible. I've had... I've giving people advice and everything, so not everybody's happy. I said it's always cheaper to keep her. Gabby, you want to take some phone calls? We can try. Okay, number. Give us a call, 610-451-7085. That number again, 
888-727-7085. Give us a buzz and weigh in on whatever we've been babbling about. If it's cheaper to keep her. <laughs> yeah. No, don't do that. I mean, that, when I say that to my wife, then she's always like, oh, is it cheaper to keep me? No, I no, no it's really not. Do you feel better? <laughs> well, my life insurance policy just did uh, pass because they wanted to raise my rates from like 50 to 250 a month. You had a plateau. Yeah, I was like, hell no. Now my wife's like, can't off them yet. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta wait to kill it's, Kev. It's cheaper to keep them for now. <laughs> Doesn't rhyme, but no. you know the intent's there. Can't, we got to wait till he gets that that uh, life insurance policy, right. the new one. Get the new one. Know anybody good? No, I really don't. If it's gonna be two hundred fifty dollars a month, listen, my wife ain't getting shit, dude. It's just a function of of <coughs> age and and age. And what are you talking about? I'm young baby. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Compared to you, but there's a there's a plateau to meet. Right, but still. Younger than you. <laughs> <laughs> Had to throw in the dig. Of course. Had to throw Always. in the dig. Just a little bit. It's a dig show. Yeah. So I don't think we stated how much of uh, an asshole Ted Gardella is this episode. It's yeah. really vile. Like, I have a couple people have reached out to me and just like, I knew he was bad. I really didn't think he was this bad. Yeah. Like, they don't know everything that I know because I don't. There's certain things that I have to wait to tell people, or mm-hmm. if I tell people in confidence, or you ask me not to tell people stuff, that I don't say anything. And then I'm like, oh, I just say it's worse than you know. And it, it, it's just some of the stuff he's done, like trying to get you fired from two different places, the public comment. The the complaint to the school board. The email. The email yeah. that, that the, the solicitor mentioned yep. was from him. Yep. I filed a right to no request the next day. Had it that afternoon. It was him. Yep. I'm sure they love it. And what's this? A little a little birdie had said to us that's that works for the school. Well, I wouldn't want to be Ted Gardella now, would I? Right. <laughs> right? Yep. Because maybe more people listen to this than we know or we really think. Yeah, or maybe on the replay, or they download it, or they just listen to it, and then they hear, they talk about it, and stuff like that. Like everybody knows. This is the funniest part. Imagine you're Ted Gardell and putting your head down to go to bed at night, and you're like, "Holy shit!" Everybody around here thinks I'm an asshole, and for good reason. You've done it to yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how fast do you think they could get pack their shit and get the get out of here? <laughs> everybody in this town mm-hmm. thinks I'm a pile of garbage. Imagine that. That's him. Mm-hmm. That's him putting his head down every night. You're right. Yep. Except for Bell and Volmer. Right. You know what I mean? And they, the funny part is, is they think Dave Hughes is the most hated one in township. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. No, no. <laughs> right, you know what? That's going to be the Exeter Underground, I guess. Uh, I'm going to tell you first very quickly. Uh, tune in to the Exeter Sports Network and, by the way, the Saints Sports Network starting next week for uh, baseball and softball. We're into baseball and softball season, and uh, the baseball team started out well. They were 3-0. and They lost yesterday. They won today. I heard walk-off home run by oh, Alex Kelsey. I guess. Get Alex fire. Kelsey. I have and to. they hit another grand slam today. No shot. Yeah, it was uh, Joel O'Marino. 
I, I have to. Grand Slam. That's three in like three games. Yeah. I I I don't think I we talked about this on air, but so I was uh, waiting for my son, and I was like, okay, I'll run over. I ran over real quick, and I don't mm-hmm. run, so I walked quickly. And with as tall Briskly. as I am, my my legs are very long, so I made it over there pretty fast. And I was standing behind Jerry, and I came in, and uh, Carter Redding was up, and then he got on first, and then I noticed that all the bases were loaded, and then um, Alex Kelsey got up, and I was just like, okay. And then, boom! I was like, oh, my God, it's all four. I didn't even see the school board until yeah. he hit the, the Grand Slam, and I was like, oh, wow, now it's 8 nothing. I didn't even know there was the first Grand Slam. Yep. So I went back, and I was talking to... Uh, uh, Ian on Tuesday yeah, at the track and uh, I was talking to Ian and Alex came down and uh, Ian and, um, introduced us. What a nice kid. He is a good kid. Alex is what a good a nice kid. kid. Yeah. What a nice kid. But man, I, I, like I told Alex, I was like, that was one of the hardest shots I've seen from a, from a high school kid. Like Shearing's one went left field. Yep. Alex's went right center. Which yeah. is a lot further than left. If you, as if you know baseball, you're either going to hit a home dinger, normally left field or, or right field. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is. Right center, dude, is like far. But Devin's didn't clear the fence. Devin's cleared the fence, and it cleared the second fence. Oh, you and mean it Alex's up, didn't? No, I'm saying, and Devin's went into the parking lot up by the front doors. Oh, really? Oh yeah, that that had see, to be a four hundred twenty-five foot home run. Had to be. I didn't see that one. Yeah, had he's a big kid be. too. I saw some pictures of him. He's a big kid. I was I was at the school a few weeks ago, and Tom came and got me at the office. And as we're walking down to his office, mm-hmm. Devin Shearing came up and and he's hey Mister Lagath, I got a question for you. And we're walking it. Like, I'm walking next to this Tom's guy. Tom's not a short guy either. It, no, I, it, it was like uh, Munchkin Land. It was funny. <laughs> I was like, God damn, look at the size of this yeah, Just kid. imagine if I was there. <laughs> oh, forget it. That was like my father. My, my father and my brother and I went to um, a UFC fight way back in the day. And it was in um, Atlantic City. My dad was not anywhere near as tall as my brother and I are. Mm-hmm. And we're walking, and there was guys like we had really close seats. It was awesome, but everyone was just looking at us because we're we're big guys. And everyone was like, "Oh, I was, you know what I mean? Are these guys fighters?" And everything. My dad, I remember, just looking up at us and be like, "Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus!" Yeah, it's uh, it's weird, wild stuff. But man. anyway, Alex was super. Gr- I give Sophia and Ian total credit. Great parents, good people. Yeah. Put it, put it on to their kid. He's a he's a he's a super nice kid, respectful and everything, which is nice to see, and a hell of an athlete. Yeah, he's he, he's a good kid. I mean, I've I, I've had you know a couple of nice, short conversations. He's he'd be a ball buster too. See, this is the part of the thing is working with younger kids and realizing that they're giving me faith in the future of this republic. Yeah, it's a good thing. You know what I mean? And then no working with the kids that I work with, some of them are a little bit better than others, but some for by and large most of the kids that I work with are really awesome, super cool and respectful. Yep. I hear you. I hear you. When's the next baseball game? Tomorrow? Mm, no, I no, believe no, we're no. we're uh, I don't know when the next game is. The next one that we're doing is on Wednesday though. Okay. On the Exeter Sports Network. Hmm. So 
if you don't feel like getting out to games, listen. you can tune in and listen. Mm-hmm. So that's the underground. That is, that is the underground. That's the underground. That's it. There is no more. End it. There ain't no more. So we thank you for listening. If there's any portion that you missed, you can go and listen to the the podcast, which will be put up momentarily. It's not really going to be momentarily. I'm lying to you, like supervisors do. <laughs> it's going to take an hour or so to get. But you can get it at your podcatcher or uh, find it on the Facebook page, the, exa- the Exeter Examiner Facebook page. It will have a link to it. Hmm. We thank you for listening to the Exeter Underground hyper local news and analysis for Exeter Township. Boom. <laughs> You're going to beat that. Listen, it's not Ted Gardella. Don't beat it up. Your it's not going to work. <laughs> no violence, Kevin. But you don't have to worry that that thing's not going to sue you. No violence, Kevin. All right. Okay. Good night. Peace, peace. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for the Exeter Underground. Join us again next week for more news and analysis of all that is happening in Exeter. This has been a production of Jerry Gelliff Media.